Hi, my name is Josh Hannaberry, and welcome to the Truck Focus Podcast. At the Truck Focus Podcast, our mission is simple. I want to connect transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. Over the last decade, I've been fortunate to connect with several transportation industry leaders that have had a positive impact on my life, and I look forward to connecting them with you. On today's episode, I'll be talking about a mindset that I often see within the transportation industry that I really believe needs to change. This mindset is that we are just our job titles. I first got into the transportation industry about 14 or 15 years ago. Um, and one of my first jobs, like a lot of others, first starting um, out in the industry, it was to be a driver. So when I first started out as a driver, I won't lie, I was pumped. Um, I just remember just reminiscing on my past, just how excited I was. Um, obviously, driving is an incredible career, um, but just, yeah, worst home for me back in BC, just knowing the areas that I was going to drive to, beautiful terrain, um, got to see a lot of cool stuff. So overall, I was a super hype that, uh, yeah, I was doing this for a living. I remember when my first assignment um, I had to haul a piece of equipment from our home terminal in Kelowna, where I'm from. Um, just to a neighboring city, which was probably maybe 45, 50-ish minutes away. Um, I remember what it was like loading that piece of equipment. I remember chaining it down. Um, I don't know if my cargo securement skills were uh, the best back then, um, but I definitely know I chained it down, that uh, it didn't go anywhere, so it's good. Um, And yeah, I still remember what it was like after it was a tilt deck and just raising the deck, feeling like, man, I got this. This is awesome. Um, so I remember what it was like just being in that experience and being super hyped. As I was driving down the highway, I recall thinking, wow, I'm doing this. I'm an officially, I'm a driver. And yeah, again, like I said, I just thought it was super awesome. Um, obviously, the uh, the excitement of getting paid to go for a drive, to drive a really nice truck was awesome. Um, being around construction equipment, all of it was just it was super cool. So to say I was overly chipper on this day, yeah, it's probably an understatement. It was a good time. I remember after the short drive, like I said, 45, maybe 50 minutes, I arrived to the customer. It was a pretty big construction site they were building. I think it was some form of either a big mall um, or part of the mall that was left. So I parked in a good spot. Customer confirmed everything was fine. Um, I unloaded the piece of equipment safely, put my chains away, got back into my truck. And that time... I was I had a cell phone, but texting wasn't as popular as calling. So I remember calling my boss for the next move. I remember just again that entire experience, the first move, everything went flawlessly. Customer was happy, nothing obviously was damaged. Felt really good. After a few months of working as a driver, I honestly felt like I was getting the hang of it. I was definitely confident in my driving ability, and I was certain that I could load and unload pretty much any piece of equipment um, that our customers needed. Then one day, um, as I was delivering another piece of equipment to a different construction site, I remember meeting a, we'll call them a not so nice customer. And I get it. I understand completely. Um, We don't live in a world of sunshine and rainbows. And that I don't think that's ever been my expectation. More so just, again, I felt like I was doing a good job. But this customer, they definitely didn't think I was doing a good job. And they were very quick to let me know, hey, A, you suck. So what I mean by that is I parked in the way, even though I thought I didn't, my bad. And yeah, they were just very unsatisfied with me, very unsatisfied with the job I was doing. I made all sorts of accusations that I'm wasting their time. Um, Get out of the way, hurry up, all the good things that 
I'm certain at some point a driver's heard. And I just remember the big thing that they said to me was, you're just a driver. After hearing that statement, just a driver, I still remember that feeling. It probably is one reason why I'm so passionate to educate um, others in our industry that we're not just a position. So yeah, when I remember hearing that feeling and they identified me as just my job, I deep down, I'm like, no, no, that's absolutely not true. And I was a little vocal at the time, said some things I probably shouldn't have said, but I just felt justified to stand up for myself, not just not just because they labeled me, but just because of how it made me feel. It made me feel really disrespected in that because I was there to do a job. And after insulting part of what I was doing, then they threw out a label and I just felt it wasn't right. And I think about experiences like that. I'm certain how I was treated in that moment. It definitely um, put fuel to the fire, how I feel right now and why I'm so vocal just to yeah, support our industry, to promote it and to really uplift people that, um, yeah, maybe they're struggling. Maybe we have professional drivers that feel like they're just a driver and you're not. And I have a lot of that information that I'll elaborate on just as um, the Truck Focus podcast. I just want to encourage people. And I know that's part of my mission. And I definitely like to think of myself as a transportation advocate. So I'm someone that at any opportunity to do so, I uplift our industry. I speak truth about the great people that are working within our industry and that without professional drivers, I know 110% our comforts, they would cease to exist. The cool thing about our industry too is there's so many different opportunities to advance. Um, if it's a career, uh, maybe it's a career change. Maybe you start in the shipping and receiving and you work your way up into logistics as a load planner. And from there, maybe you get into operations management, overseeing different transport trucks, um, lots of different avenues. But I just understand that in our industry, there are a lot of different opportunities. I've been extremely fortunate. Um, just different opportunities that I've had, which I'll definitely dive into. Through the Truck Focus podcast, um, I understand that you can make a really good living in our industry. You can support your family. You can be a really good, just a member of society. I think that's really important. And thankfully, the transportation industry, it can bring all of that. And why I say all this, um, just the different components to our industry, the different opportunities in our industry. Part of it is just to tee into my experiences and things that I've been fortunate enough to do. Um, and part of it too is just obviously to encourage other people to join our industry, but also to encourage those that are currently in the transportation industry that maybe feel lost on what's next for me? Where can I go from here? As I will describe throughout the Truck Focus podcast and introduce different industry leaders, a lot of people started from the ground and worked their way up. So you start kind of in a boots in the ground position, and then you get a promotion, or then you take some training, and you can really navigate a really cool path for yourself in our industry. So I think that's really important to highlight, as well as professional drivers. Part of the conversation with professional drivers is there is a driver shortage, and I think anyone that spends enough time analyzing the market they're going to identify different gaps that part of it is people don't want to drive anymore. People don't want to be away from their families anymore for long periods of time. Part of it is just the aging workforce and trying to encourage um, just the next generations like myself to be in the industry. And I think, again, utilizing technology, introducing um, transportation industry experts can really help shine a light on the reasons why we need professional drivers but why someone would decide to become, if it's a class one in Western Canada, that's how we identify your class one, 
Um, but if you wanted to be a tractor trailer driver, operator, professional, why would you make those decisions? So that's definitely part of the mission that we're here or that we're doing with the Truck Focus podcast. I'm just super excited. There's so much information. I honestly could ramble on for hours, but I won't because I'm on a time limit. But yeah, it's just super exciting. Um, so for myself, I'll speak about myself a little bit again. Um, just over the years, I've been extremely fortunate to hold a handful of positions in the industry. And I definitely think those positions have helped groom my mindset, groom my energy and my passion um, just to be an advocate for our industry. So besides being a professional driver, which hands down was one of the best experiences of my life, um, I've worked as a dispatcher um, for small fleets as well as large. Um, I was a safety coordinator for a little bit, a really robust safety program, which was awesome. I've been a transportation safety manager across Western Canada, operations manager across Western Canada. I've worked for small carriers, large carriers, and mid-sized carriers. So I definitely say I'm well-rounded with an understanding of just different challenges, depending on fleet size that you can go through. Um, I'm actually a former owner of my own flat deck and towing company out of BC. So we grew that um, company pretty good from what it was to when I left. So that was super exciting. Um, one of the proudest moments in my career as well was working in the Alberta oil sands. I'm extremely proud of Alberta oil, 110%. Um, I'll always support our oil, our oil industry, oil sands, oil fields. Just working in that environment changed my life. Um, that really helped paint a picture of, A, my life matters because safety is to the extreme in the North, and I loved it. Um, but also just the brotherhood, sisterhood, the relationship that you have when you're with people for 21, 24 days at a time, isolated in a camp dealing with not the best conditions, extreme cold or extreme dust. But even in these conditions, still was a highlight of my career. Still some of the best people I've ever been fortunate enough to meet, um, get to know and care for. And yeah, it was just, it was really good. So in addition to these positions, I've also been really fortunate to volunteer on a number of occasions for industry events. Um, I participate on leadership committees. I've been able to speak at industry events, write industry articles, and meet some incredible people that have been in the industry a lot longer than I have. And I definitely consider them legends in the industry, just people that they're so gracious with sharing knowledge. Um, they love talking about the good old days where this happened or that happened, or because of this, this legislation, this legislation changed. And yeah, it's just super exciting just connecting with people that really, they've cared for a really long time, just with the overall well-being of the industry. But they've also cared about the people that are in the industry. I believe because of the different positions that I've held um, in my relatively short career, I'm able to relate to a lot of what others are going through and provide empathy, but also empowerment in our conversations. As I continue to meet different people in our industry, something that I identify, though, is that term just is quite common, especially when I hear people describing who they are. So you've possibly heard a conversation similar to this. So say it's myself and I'm meeting someone for the first time. So it's yourself, obviously, meeting someone for the first time. So you'd be like, good day. My name is Josh Hanabry. It's great to meet you. The other person then shares a similar welcoming statement, hopefully, and then it could be at a networking event. It could be a conversation on LinkedIn. So at that point, I'd normally ask something like, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, if it's on LinkedIn, you could ask a little more direct, something like, what is it that you do at company X or whatever it is? Share a little bit about yourself, that kind of thing. And at that moment, you're probably a little excited to hear what they have to say. 
And the number one thing that I hear or I read when I ask that question and I'm eagerly waiting their answer is, oh, I'm just whatever their position is with whatever the company is that they work for. So as I mentioned earlier, when I was driving and I heard that term, something about just and something about when people self-identify as just drives me up the wall. And I know I can't go around with like, I don't know, say a tambourine or something and enlighten people that you're not just your job. You're not just this. I can't. I get that. You have to be a professional in those settings. But it just, yeah, it just irks me when I'm like, no, you're not just like there's so much more to you as a person. And I think just in conversation, we're responsible for describing who we are, that we need to do more. We need to say more. We need to be like, you know what? I'm so-and-so and I work for so-and-so and this is what I get to do in a day. And this is what I get to accomplish or this is my audience. This is who I serve and not just a just comment. So I said just again. So my challenge to you, if it's an in-person introduction or if it's via LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever it is, my encouragement is to try elaborating on who you are. Don't just identify as just, don't just say, oh, I'm just this position, but really expand on the fact that you're changing someone's life. You're impacting this audience and you're influencing this part of our industry and just see how the conversation changes. I think you'll be, you'll be quite surprised at the reaction that you get, but also the quality of conversation. And I think you just have the better, you have a better ability to build a relationship that's worthwhile after being vulnerable and saying a little bit more of than just your job title. And another opportunity I felt um, to help eliminate the self-identification of just in those working in our industry, myself included, was through this podcast. But I didn't feel I could do that if it was just myself rambling on and on and giving hoorah messages and being like, yeah, let's do this. Um, I felt that there had to be obviously a direction and people involved that was not just myself talking um, so that way, yeah, you could share different types of expertise to empower, um, you can educate, you can encourage, and a lot of people's success stories, um, well, a lot of the successful people that I know, it's kind of the, the rags to riches type example, where they started out in our industry, maybe doing something they didn't really enjoy, maybe it's a kind of a starter position, but they had admirer. They had goals and dreams that, you know what, one day I want to be on the top or one day I want to be doing this. Or maybe they had a taste of just a different position in the industry and they're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm absolutely going to pursue that. So I felt utilizing the podcast and bringing those experts and people with experience onto the show. Um, to, yeah, they're talking about it, explaining their stories, talking about challenges that they're facing that I feel a lot of times we can all relate to would really just help empower um, just different people. To me, that's a big reason why I wanted to start the podcast. And I'll be honest, I have to give a lot of the credit um, of the creation of the podcast um, to my wife, Kathy, who, first off, most amazing woman I've ever met. Very, very grateful um, that she said yes, obviously. We've been married for a couple of years. Um, incredible woman, beautiful, intelligent. And I think a lot of times she helps me um, just kind of clear the fog if I have too many things going on in my brain. She's really good at <laughs> calming me down. And yeah, so I have to give a lot of the credit to her because she said to me one time, she's like, why don't you create a podcast that connects all of the industry experts that have had a positive impact on my own life to the industry? And then by doing that, it's going to help create a positive change. So that was really key too when I was like, man, 
I have this idea, I have this dream, how do we make it happen? And yeah, she helped bring a lot of clarity to um, to that mission, which is super exciting. And I just remember after she said that statement, I just felt super excited and almost like a sense of peace. Like, okay, yeah, the confusion was gone. And this tool, the podcast median would be really powerful to help. Like I said, if it's eliminating people's um, self-identification of just, that's huge to me. Um, I believe when you clear when you clear any doubt about your purpose and your value, you can operate within the boundaries of compliance a heck of a lot easier because you know you're worth it and you know why you're doing it. But it's also a really positive way to, A, I can uplift my expert friends that have been there for me for a long time. Um, and then I can obviously, if, it, if they own a business, for example, I can advertise their business by allowing them to promote just different things that they're doing, which is super exciting. It's really important. And yeah, I know on the first episode with Avery and I talking, I, I mentioned the banker when I had my trekking outfit. The banker had in his office desk um, a bazillion business card. And he was like, these are my guys. He's like, if you got a question about this, I got a guy for it. You got a question for that? I got a girl for it. And he really painted that picture that you really need a network of people you can trust. Um, so yeah, over the last decade, I think I've done a pretty good job at just yeah building relationships with um, different professionals, um, good friend of mine, mentor of mine, former CVSA inspector, and um, I believe he went all the way up to sergeant, maybe a little higher trainer um, with commercial enforcement. So who am I going to ask all my regulatory questions for um, with respect to out of services, to vehicle re- um, requirement, um, anything to do with legislation? Um, yeah, he's obviously, he's the person that I go to, to, I have, yeah, I'm very fortunate to just have connected with some really good people and I'm super excited to have them come on the podcast and yeah, be introduced to you, solve your problems. But like I said, really share their story of how they got to just the level of expertise they have, which I believe is really going to inspire, um, just people in our industry to continue to step up. I think just going into 2021, um, there's a lot of opportunity right now to just integrate technology, but technology, honestly, it can be scary. Automation and removal of process can be scary because you're thinking, hmm, what am I going to do once I don't need to do that anymore? And there's always lots of other stuff to do. I get it. Um, but yeah, when you talk to experts that are humble, that are open, they're knowledgeable, you just, you have a sense of, I can ask all of the dumb questions in the world and they're just going to answer with humility. You're not going to feel dumb. Obviously there was no dumb question. Um, but yeah, it's really nice just to be able to bring professionals like that onto the platform and the truck focus podcast. I'm super excited just to, yeah, connect all of my industry experts to the industry to meet new ones. Um, obviously I can't say I know everybody and I would never would think that. So it's really, it's exciting opportunity for myself as a younger leader too, because I get to meet new people. I get to advocate for different businesses that are serving our industry. And I think that's really important. Um, I also strongly believe that the transportation industry is the heartbeat of our nation, and that's in any nation. So any opportunity um, to obviously beat the drum and say, go transportation, go, I'm your guy. So just so you know, I'll always be an advocate for not just trucking, but supply chain as a whole. Um, I just, yeah, I understand how essential it is. And uh, even just going through this pandemic, I think that became more clear that you saw photos of Walmart shelves and other retailers and they were empty until the truck showed up. Okay, well, in order for the product to get to the truck, someone's operating the forklift, someone's hand bombing, there's a shipper, there's a receiver, there's a lot to it. So I really believe that transportation is the heartbeat of our nation. You already know, uh, well, you probably already know that growth and development are required for any economy to blossom. 
and without transportation carriers, professional drivers, and other involved others that are involved in the supply chain, we would in a sense stop. So when you think about everything it takes to run a successful transportation business, personally, I think it's pretty nuts. Um, just how many things have to go right in a day for that to happen. So again, I'm gonna I'm excited to bring my industry experts to the table, bring them onto the podcast, and just really ask some questions that maybe expose different things that they failed at and then they overcame. So that way when you're up against, say it's a human resource problem and your driver retention levels are really high. So, uh, I'm sorry, really low. So you have high turnover and all of a sudden you're like, man, what can I do here? And then I bring on, I, I'll leave her nameless for now, but she's one of my industry experts for the human resources. She's an incredible lady, super passionate. And she shares five really good pointers. And well, we change this and we do this and we pre-screen this. And then you really celebrate this, that kind of stuff. You're going to be like, oh yeah, that's so awesome. So it's really, it's, it's knowledge that you can apply the next day. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this on the way to work, I encourage you to apply it the same day. But it's really practical knowledge, which is exciting. And yeah, I just think that's super important because depending on the size of the carrier, some carriers, obviously, if you're smaller, you have a lot of tasks being done by a couple people. And those people, they're under a lot of pressure and you don't want to unintentionally make a mistake. You don't want to accidentally break some form of law because you're trying to solve something. I've been there and it's it sucks when you get you go through an audit, you thought you're doing everything right only to be exposed, um, penalized, it's not fun. But larger, larger carriers, larger organizations, they have challenges too. And yeah, I think that's what's another exciting aspect of our industry is it doesn't matter the size, we're all working towards common goals. Number one goal most likely is always to service our customers, but we do it in a safe and compliant manner. And yeah, again, I'll just keep talking about it, but I'm super pumped on just the industry experts that have helped me along the way that I know they're going to really be of value to you as well. So just as I close the second episode of the Truck Focus podcast, I just really wanted to empower all of us to remember we're not just our job titles. And I know that term, the just, some people may think, you know, that's pretty basic, Josh. But when you actually think about it, when we self-identify as just a job title, we don't give ourselves enough credit. But we also aren't focused on who we're working for. So who doesn't always have to be a person? But myself, I'm proud of the fact that I'm a husband and a father. I'm a friend. I know I'm a son. I'm a brother. So I keep those things at the front of my mind when I go to work every day because I want to make sure that I operate in a way where my family can be proud of me because I'm operating as a man of character. That when I was behind the wheel, I was operating safely because A, I wanted to make it home safely every day, but I also want people around me to make it home safe every day. You're not out there speeding because we all know speeding tickets. They cost you money up front for the fine. They cost you points on your abstract. Um, yeah, potential employment, and it also hurts the carrier. You're doing proper pre-trip inspections, proper cargo securement, because, again, you know why you're working. You know that you're not just this. You're not just that. And obviously, not just driving standpoint, operations standpoint, being thorough with paperwork, being thorough with pro uh, policy and procedure. There's a lot of different things that we'll get into in later episodes. But I just wanted to say thanks again. I know this is episode two, so... I'm, uh, yeah, I'm super hyped. Lots of good things coming in the very near future. We have some really good industry experts coming on the show um, on the Truck Focus podcast in the next couple of weeks. So definitely stay tuned. And just remember, we're not just our job titles. And I'm really excited for the Truck Focus podcast to help create a pivotal impact in your life and in the transportation industry. 
Well, friends, that's all for today's episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen, as I hope today's episode brought amazing value for you. If this is the first time that you've ever listened to the Truck Focus podcast, I just wanted to say thanks. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast channel to ensure you're notified of all of our upcoming episodes. To all of our dedicated listeners, thank you. This journey has been incredible so far, and it honestly is because of all of your support and encouragement that you've shown along the way. And as I like to say, the greater the following, the greater the impact. And because of you, our impact is growing across the transportation sector. As always, if you found value in today's episode, I do encourage you to share with others in your network that you believe would receive value from listening. Your support means so much. So the Truck Focus podcast is brought to you by Pivotal Transportation Industry Solutions, a company focused on connecting transportation industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. To learn more about the Truck Focus podcast, please visit the show notes. You can connect with us on social, visit our website, sign up to our monthly newsletter, and so much more. If you do happen to visit our website, I encourage you to check out the Truck Focus blog, learn more about our industry strategic partners, view our online training, and more. Furthermore, if you have a question or a topic that you would like to be discussed or reviewed in a future episode, feel free to send me an email. I've, I've also included my email in the show notes. So I just wanted to say thank you so much again for taking the time to listen to the Truck Focus podcast, where again, our goal is simple. We want to connect industry leaders to the industry to help create a pivotal change. I hope you have a safe day and let's create a pivotal impact.